Let's mother hacking do this. <laughs> What the heck is up and welcome to Fears to Freedom Radio. I'm your host, actually underscore Alexandra on Instagram, duh. (laughs) And I'm here to share everything I've learned in my own personal growth journey and my journey to freedom to help you see your worth, love yourself, make peace with food in your bod, and essentially help you find your own freedom, you know? Sound good? Okay, let's get into it. Hello, you guys, and welcome to today's episode of Fierce of Freedom Radio. Yes, we had a name change. We went from the Daily Alexandra to uh, Fierce of Freedom Radio. Why? Well, honestly, this was the original name of the podcast, either that or Recovery Rambles. But when I first launched the podcast, I did it, honestly, just so randomly. And because I was just feeling really overwhelmed in life when I launched it, I was feeling really afraid to openly talk about being recovered and all of that simply because I was letting, you know, a lot of people's opinions online on Instagram and I don't know, I was letting a lot of outside influences get to me, which is not usually like me. I just went through a little phase of a lot of self-doubt. But we're done with that. We're moving on and we are now Fierce of Freedom Radio, okay? Cool. And I wanted to do a quick little episode, or I was hoping it would be quick, but it might not be. (laughs) But I want to get into what Fears to Freedom really means to me, like the name Fears to Freedom, Um, because it really does hold so much meaning to me. And I've never fully gone into it. Um, But Fears to Freedom, like that was literally my journey. I was the girl who was living in fear and I w- then went to freedom. And that is like kind of what I want to help all girls do is go from the girl who was living in fear to the girl who was living in total freedom, aka how I live my life, baby. But it's so much more than just food freedom and all of that stuff. And I want to get into that and tell you guys like what what the heck is Fierce to Freedom really all about? So... I remember the day I came up with this name like like it was yesterday. It was September 2018 and I was on a road trip with my then best friend and we were talking. We were just having this really open conversation about our pasts and our struggles with food and ourselves. Like I was we were talking about all about how we, you know, always were the girls who let other people's opinions get to us and always wanted everyone to like us and never had confidence and all of that stuff. Um, we were talking about our past with our eating disorders and just everything like that and how we felt like we'd never be free. And the conversation was just about our past in a way that like it was amazing. Like we were amazed by how free we truly felt. So we're on this road trip. Just I was driving and I remember just having this really clear picture in my head of my life and my story. And it was almost like I I was watching a movie, like the movie of my life, Um, watching myself go from this girl who was living in such fear of being herself and being judged and all of this stuff to the girl that lived in freedom, to the girl that had confidence, to the girl that ate whatever the heck she wanted, took rest from the gym, like truly didn't doubt herself anymore. I was watching that movie like play in my head of my life and the name just came to me 
fears to freedom. And that was when I decided, like, I wanted to, once I started coaching and doing my own business and all that, I wanted to have the name Fears to Freedom. I didn't really know what my business was going to be at that point. I just knew I wanted to help girls go from fears to freedom. Um, It literally described my journey perfectly. So like I said, I was the girl who went from fears to freedom, but it has so much to do with, (laughs) it has to do with so much more than just food. It really, like my journey from fears to freedom, it was the journey of becoming me again. It was a journey of finding myself and becoming alive. Like when I think of my freest self, I think of the word alive because that is how I felt once I started being the girl that lived in freedom. I just felt so alive and I never realized all those years that I was living in fear that I was just merely like existing, you know, going through the motions and not truly feeling alive. And honestly, like the last thing I think about is the like, quote-unquote, food freedom aspect of it. Because, yeah, I have food freedom. That's part of it. But my struggle and the reason I was living in fear was never really about the food. And I'm not going to go into my full story on this episode because that will come. But, you see, my eating disorder... So, if you're new here, <laughs> I struggled with an eating disorder that truly almost took my life. Um, I was in and out of treatment for years and just really stuck in the cycle of self-hate but anyways I'm not going to get into that all because I will have an episode all about my story but looking back I realized that like my eating disorder was never really about the food it was about me I had this deep-rooted belief that I was unworthy and unlovable and I had severe severe low self-esteem severe lack of confidence a self-hate that somehow became like so deeply rooted in me and I I don't even really know why but I guess just you know picking up messages as you grow up about how you should be and how you should act how you should look and you know childhood things and all these things over the years really just added to me having a really low self-esteem and forming this deep-rooted self-hate and I became this girl that was living in fear these things like the low self-esteem and the confidence and the belief that I wasn't good enough they made me really fearful so when I say I was living in fear they made me really fearful to show up as me to live my life as me so living in fear for me meant I was always so fearful of others judgments of me I lived my life based on how I thought I should to be liked, like in order to be liked by other people, you know, in order to be accepted by other people, in order to feel like I was enough or worthy. I lived my life based on how I thought I should. I mean, I stayed in friendships that didn't serve me because I was afraid to be lonely. Um, I went to college because I was afraid I wouldn't be successful otherwise or like people would judge me as lazy. I stayed in jobs I hated or stuck myself to some strict routine to always be productive, anything like that, because I was afraid, again, of being viewed, viewed as lazy or a quitter if I left jobs. Um, I even wore outfits that I hated because, like, they were cool. I remember, like, I was always a girl who 
had to check in with my friends. Like if we were going out, I had to check in with my friends and be like, hey, what are you guys wearing? Like send me an outfit. And that's like normal. But I was like obsessed with like having to look in a way that was like accepted by others and just like you know all the girls wore crop tops and high-waisted jeans and then I was like oh my god I need to wear those because that's cool that's what I have to do to be liked and accepted and it wasn't me like I never felt like myself in outfits like that um but I was just I literally feel like I just put a mask on to be whoever I needed to be for whoever I was with so I never really knew who I was because I was just like You know, with one group of friends, I was one person. With the other group of friends, I was another. With my family, I put a different mask on because I just wanted everyone to like and accept me. And I was so, so, so fearful of just showing up as me. I mean, I literally, it was to the point where like I wouldn't even, if I had a joke in my mind, that like if if I was in conversation with my friends and a joke came up in my mind, I wouldn't even say it, you know, in a group of people because I was too afraid that they would judge me. I wouldn't speak up in a group of people because I was too afraid that they would like laugh at me or like think I was stupid or anything like that. I just, I was quiet. I was shy. Everyone called me shy. That was the thing. Like everyone thought I was shy. It was even to the point where like my mom, like when I was applying for jobs when I was like 16, I was so afraid. I was just so socially, like, afraid. I was socially afraid. And, like, I wouldn't even go in to get applications because I was so afraid of, like, being judged or saying the wrong thing to, like, get applications. My mom was like, what is wrong with you? Like, and every time she would bring me to a friend's house, I, you know, would wait. I wouldn't go up and knock on the door because I was, like, so afraid. Like, what if her parents answer? I was so awkward because I didn't know who I was, so I didn't know how to show up. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just – I was living in such fear of being judged, fear of failing, fear of not being liked, not making others proud, not meeting the expectations that I assumed others had of me, you know? I felt so lost and so paralyzed by these fears. And looking back, that's how I realized I realized that all of this fear manifested itself into an eating disorder. Like that all of these things, my low self-esteem, my confidence, all of these things manifested itself into my eating disorder. And food was my way to control it. <laughs> and I'm getting emotional cuz I've never actually talked about this out loud or like realize this well I have realized it but I've never realized it while talking about it out loud (laughs) but food was my way to control it and I almost died because of that um I convinced myself like truly so truly convinced myself that I was more lovable if I was thinner I I thought I had to have this body and once I had this body then I would be you know more likable more accepted by people I thought that was the answer to all of my problems. So I did whatever I had to do to get there. I mean, when your self-worth is so low that like you truly believe that your body is your worth, that your waist is your worth, then you become unstoppable to get to that goal. I believed if I was thinner, I was better. I was more likable. More people would like me. That was finally my in, my way to be accepted by people. Because I never truly felt accepted. And the thing is, it's because 
I never truly was myself. I mean, I literally did anything to be accepted. So I started eating less and less, um, going to the gym more and more, just doing, taking honestly extreme crazy measures to get this body that would quote unquote make me more accepted, which is total BS. Like your waist is not your worth. I cannot, I cannot hone that in on you enough because I look back and I'm, (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) cry. I feel so sad for the girl that I used to be that really believed that her waist was her worth. Um, but, but I literally did anything to get to that point where I believed I would be more accepted. And even, you know, when I was finally ready to let go of my eating disorder, this was after years of struggling with it, I stayed stuck in it. I stayed stuck in my eating disorder. I stayed stuck, you know, trying to get this thinner body, doing whatever I can, starving myself, going to the gym, stuck in this fear of weight gain. Like I was so afraid of weight gain. But it was because, like, what would others think of me if I gained weight? I remember having this thought my freshman year of college, like, sitting in the cafeteria with my friends. And they were, like, talking about these other girls from their high schools that had gained weight. And I was, like, I remember I had this realization, like, oh, my God, I can't gain weight because then what are they going to say about me? And the thing is, if people leave your life because you gain weight or you lose your abs or whatever the hell it is, those are not your people. Like, you don't want someone in your life who only likes you for your looks. And that's the thing I never realized too, is I was doing all these things to have these looks for people to like me better. But why the hell would I ever want anyone in my life who only liked me for abs? Like, that literally makes no sense. That is such a surface level meaningless relationship and if you're listening to this and you're like on your journey to like get abs because you truly are convinced that you'll be better the people in your life that love you love you for who you are and that is what matters and those are the people that matter you don't want people in your life that only like you for your freaking abs anyways after years of struggling with my eating disorder I had felt Like, oh my God, I can't keep living like this. You know, like I can't keep doing this every day. I can't keep feeling this miserable and sad and fatigued and the way an eating disorder makes you feel physically and so depressed. Like I just was like, I can't keep living like this. And, but even when I had that thought of, I cannot keep living like this, I stayed stuck in my eating disorder because I could not let people see me gain weight. I could not have that judgment because of how low my self-worth was. My worth was placed on my body and what others thought of me and I thought that they would think of me better based on my body. Um, And so I became unstoppable at that mission to get the body to be liked because that was what my worth was. And even like in high school, I look back and I just like, I wanted every boy to like me. So I would do whatever the heck any boy wanted me to do besides sex. I never had random sex with boys, by the way. But I did hook up with a lot of boys like my freshman and sophomore year of high school because that was my worth. Like, I was like, oh my God, a boy likes me. Like, oh my God, he likes me. Yeah, like I'll hook up with you. I'll do whatever the heck. Like, besides sex. Let me make that very clear. I never slept around, which obviously I'm not shaming anyone who does. I'm just saying that was, I never allowed myself to have sex with random people. But I placed my worth on if boys liked me. And I felt like, oh, yay, he likes me. But 
no one like he didn't ever like me he just wanted like his dick sucked anyways so (laughs) anyways during all those years that I placed my worth on what other people thought of me and thought that my body would make them like me better um guess what during all those years I never liked myself more I probably never hated myself more than I did during those years truly it all it brought was more self-hate because I never I was like why am I doing all this stuff and I don't feel loved and I don't feel accepted and I don't feel worthy it's because I was placing my worth on all of the wrong things and living in fear of being myself I still wasn't showing up to life as myself and others never liked me more either and even if they did again why would it matter Because I wasn't even being true to me. I had all these different masks that I would put on. I wasn't true to myself. I was too afraid to be. So why would I even want the people in my life who only liked that masked, made-up version of me? Like you guys, I kid you not, I was a different person. I am a different person than high school Allie, than eating disorder Allie, than whatever the heck. I am a different person because you guys would not recognize me. Like if you follow me on Instagram and you see me, you know, dancing around in public and making weird Instagram stories and just like being (laughs) annoying on my Instagram stories. That was not old Allie. Old Allie was, was called shy. Okay. Do you guys think I'm shy? I don't think I'm shy. I just talked about sucking dicks. I'm not shy. Anyways, (laughs) past me was just so afraid. I would never dance around on my Instagram stories. I would never show anyone the real me. You know, I was stuck in fear. Because the real me wasn't good enough. Because the real me, no one would actually like. And I didn't even know who the real me was because I was so used to just putting on masks. So, after many, many years of that, many years of staying stuck in fear and self-doubt and fear of showing up as me, after many years of never having true confidence and feeling so lost, I decided that I had had enough. Like, truly had enough. And I remember having that thought of, you know what? Like, who am I living for? Am I living for myself or if, or am I living for other people? And that's what that thought, that one thought really got me to let go of the fear of what other people thought of me if I would were to gain weight or I was underweight. So I had to gain weight. And that was like the one moment I remember I was like, okay, I'm gonna gain the weight. I'm gonna do it. Because I decided that I had had enough. And That's when the journey of fears to freedom really started. (laughs) And I adopted the motto of let that shit go. I literally had a tapestry on my wall that said, let that shit go. And for me, that meant let other people's opinions go. Let other people's judgments go. Let the fear of being yourself go. Let what everyone else says go. Let that shit go, baby. Let that shit go. Had that tapestry on my wall to remind myself every day. And I remember looking at myself in the mirror and making a promise to myself, a promise and a commitment that no matter what, I was going to start staying true to me. And at this point, I was at a really like a pretty good place with food. You know, I wasn't really struggling with my anorexia behaviors. I was more struggling with Like I was eating enough and I was working out in a healthy way, but I was really struggling still with the orthorexic thoughts and obsessed with clean eating still and too strict with my workout schedule. Um, I felt free from my eating disorder in certain ways, you know, but trapped in the obsession and dealing with what I call like the leftovers of an eating disorder. Still no confidence, uh, still didn't know who I was, 
still was fearful of others' judgments, um, all of that. But I made this decision to drop all of my fears and find my freedom and give it my all. I just really decided, like, I've had enough of this. I don't want to live, like, I have one life. That was another huge realization for me was, like, I have one life. What the hell am I doing? I knew I had to stop people pleasing. I knew I had to start showing up to life for me because I was such a people pleaser. Like, oh, you want me to do that with you? Yeah. Oh, you want me to do this? Yeah, sure. Oh, I'll go to college because you think I should. I'll do this because you think I should. Um, I'll work out in whatever way is best because the world tells you you should. All of that stuff. I just wanted to be, I just wanted to do life right, like always. But then I had to realize I'm never going to live a life true to me because there's no life that is right. The only life that is right is whatever feels good and right and true to you. So I was like, I'm finding freedom from all of this self-doubt, from all of this low confidence, this self-hate, this always doing whatever the heck other people expect from me. I am finding freedom and I'm stop letting, I'm going to stop letting food control me. I'm going to stop letting my exercise routine control me. I am going to show up to life as myself and find the freest, most alive, happiest, confident little self that I am. I'm going to find that girl because I know she's in me somewhere. And so that's what I hecking did. I dropped out of school. Literally, I dropped out of college because I was like, I knew it wasn't for me, you know, but I had just gone because I thought that was the only way to be successful and the only way for people to view me as successful. Um, but I dropped out. I quit my job that I hated. I stopped saying yes to things that I wanted to say no to. Like if someone wanted me to go somewhere or whatever, I used to always be the person that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if my friends wanted me to go out and drink, I always would say yes, even if I didn't want to. I start, I started saying no to like a lot more things because I was like, mm, no, that's not, that's not for me. I stopped hanging out with people in relationships that didn't serve me. I stopped allowing myself to live within the expectations that others had for me and just promised to show up as me. Like I made that promise to myself and that's what I did. And I'm not saying it wasn't scary, but I adopted this motto of like act as if. Like act as if you are confident and the rest will follow. Act as if and the rest will follow. And Sarah's Day on YouTube, if you guys know her, she always says, um, act confident and nobody will question it. And that's kind of the motto I adopt. I, I adopted. Like I felt the fear and I did it anyways. I worked tirelessly to heal my mindset. I became like a personal growth junkie. <laughs> I spent a lot of time by myself really trying to figure myself out, really trying to take off all the masks that I had created for myself over the years and figure out like, who am I? Because I knew I was never going to find confidence by having all of those masks on, you know? I needed to figure out like, who is Allie? What does she like? What does she value? Who is she as a human? Like without her eating disorder too. And who is she with food freedom? Like who does she want to be? Like I asked myself, like, who do you want to be? How do you want to make people feel? Because my body was never getting me the confidence or, you know, the friendship or whatever the heck else that I wanted. So I had to figure out what do I actually want in life? And along the way, along my journey to finding myself or dropping my fears, I became the girl who went from living in fear to living in total freedom. And it was just from making a radical decision to 
show up as myself and stop people pleasing. Stop always putting other people's expectations. Stop, you know, listening to shoulds of the world. I had to drop the shoulds and figure out what the heck did I want. And I'm not saying it was easy or that it was like quick overnight process because it wasn't. It was scary to start the journey. But the more freedom that you start finding, the more freedom that you start feeling, the more addicting and honestly like euphoric it feels. Because I started like, oh my God, this is what it feels like to be in love with life. Because I started showing up to life as myself. I started allowing myself to wear whatever the heck outfits I wanted without asking my friends. I started being the girl who said what was on her mind and spoke up for herself instead of always like shoving my words down and being quote unquote shy. I started being the girl who just you know, showed up as a person that she wanted to be rather than the person that she thought she should be. And it felt euphoric. Like even now, I still feel like I live, (laughs) I sound like I'm on like shrooms, (laughs) but I feel like I live in like euphoria. I'm like, wait, this is what it's like to like actually love life and love yourself and like be confident and not have such low self-esteem that I thought was like mine forever. Like I thought self-hate was mine forever. But I was doing, like, I started doing all of these things that my eating disorder never allowed me to do. And and that's why I say it's so much more than food because my eating disorder, you know, like I said, it it manifested itself. Like, all of my struggles with my self-worth manifested themselves with an eating disorder. Like, food was my way to control it because I thought, oh, if I eat less and work out more, like I'm going to get skinnier and then that'll solve all my underlying problems. And that was like where my eating disorder came from. Um, But once I set on this journey to find freedom, like I was doing all of these things that my eating disorder never allowed me to do. I was saying yes to last minute plans with friends. I was dancing around the streets no matter how many people were watching, which I know sounds crazy, but I dance around always now. I was wearing whatever outfits I wanted. I was joining in on ice cream dates with my family. I was starting to show up as me and I was starting to fall in love with that. I fell in love with the process of finding myself again. I fell in love with life. I fell in love with the journey. I fell in love with what freedom felt like. And when you feel, when you start getting that feeling of freedom like oh my god this is truly living you realize like for so many years you weren't living you were just existing and I realized that I had never truly lived and that realization and that feeling that euphoric feeling of freedom was like I am never ever going back to the way I was living before and honestly like I now only give my time and my energy to the people and the things that serve me, and the things that I want to do, and I stopped valuing other people's opinions of me more than my opinion of me. Like, the only thing that matters for me is that I like me, and obviously not in a way of, like, I'm going to be mean to people or anything, you know, but I'm not going to be a people pleaser anymore, and that's why you see this girl on Instagram who just dances and has random dance parties and always doing weird things with her nephew, like, (laughs) making funny videos and you know, saying whatever the heck random thing she says and is vibe checking and saying you're cool as frick. Like, I was never that confident girl to, like, show my weird personality. But I know that, like, my weird personality is cool as frick. And I'm going to show it. And if you don't like it, then that's on you, not me. You know, you have to adopt that, like, 
if someone doesn't like how I'm showing up to life, if someone doesn't like me for who I really am, like not one of the masks you're putting on, then that is on them, not on you. So fears to freedom. Yeah, I got all I got over all of my food fears and the fear of gaining weight and I found food freedom. You know, I found freedom from that aspect of my eating disorder. But I also found me. I found happiness. I found life. I found total, total freedom from all of those years of self-doubt. And I think that too is why I healed my relationship with food so, I don't even know what the word is, but like deeply healed my relationship with food because I deeply healed my relationship with myself and I stopped having to use my eating disorder as a means of like coping or as a means of trying to get this better body or as a means of thinking that on the other side was like me being more likable you know I stopped using my eating disorder because I didn't I wasn't convinced any longer that my body was my worth my waist was not my worth and other people's opinions of me were not my worth so once I really healed my relationship with myself that is when I found total freedom from all things eating disorder and I don't even recognize the girl that was living in fear I don't even recognize the girl that like wouldn't say yes to nights out with her friends because she was too afraid of like the drinking calories or like looking bloated or whatever it was I just live in this total state of freedom and that for me is fears to freedom that is what it means and that's why also inside of my monthly membership the fears to freedom vibe tribe um yes it's about finding freedom like food freedom and all of that stuff and like recovery and actually healing your relationship with food but because I believe that you know, my journey of fears to freedom, like healing your relationship with yourself is so, so, so important to heal your relationship with food. That's why inside of the membership, the fears to freedom vibe tribe, we have so many amazing workshops lined up talking more about things like self-worth and self-esteem and gaining confidence. It's more than just about food. And we're going to work with so much more than just food because it's more than just freedom from food rules and food things it's freedom it's life freedom it's freedom to be you and not care and freedom is literally the most magical feeling the best feeling I've ever experienced and that is why that is what I want for every single girl to go from living in fear whatever fears you're living in yes the food fears too and all of it to living in freedom I want you to live a life of freedom where you stay out till 2 a.m. taking tequila shots with your friends and then you go home and have 2 a.m. tipsy talks and eat pizza. Like those are now my favorite, favorite nights because when I was living in fear, I never really got those nights because I mean, I remember college nights like my friends, I'd go out and then I wouldn't participate in the after the bar pizza I would just be like sitting on my little dorm bed while all my friends would be sitting on my floor just like eating the pizza having memories or making memories and I was just like sitting there on my bed thinking about the calories in pizza like I want freedom for everyone and that just means like freedom to live your freaking life freedom to dance around the streets because you don't care how many people are watching freedom to wear whatever outfit you want to be your weird self to Stop doing things just because other people, you think other people expect them 
from you. Freedom to just be you and live your life and fall in love with life. Like that is freedom to me. Um, And all I want is to help you go from fears to freedom. So that is, I guess, a little backstory of the name Fears to Freedom because it truly, truly embraces, embarks, enables, don't know the word, (laughs) uh, embodies (laughs) my journey. Um, And like I said, I will share my full story on other episodes, but I really just wanted to talk about the name Fears to Freedom and what it what it means to me because it has such a deep deep meaning to me and I literally like play a movie in my head of my journey from fears to freedom um and I hope that my content my membership whatever the heck you engage with me in whether it's we work together or you're in my membership or you just follow me on Instagram or you like my podcast whatever it is I hope in some way I can help you create your story of the girl who is living in fear to the girl that is living in freedom. If you liked this episode, one, I appreciate the heck out of you listening. And two, I would love if you could share it. Share it with me on your Instagram stories and tag me so I can see or, you know, send me a message so I can hear what you liked about it or if anything resonated with you. Like, I would really appreciate it if you did share it, if you liked it, if you if you leave it a rating, a review, or whatever the heck podcasty people do. Um, and again, thank you for listening to today's episode of Fears to Freedom Radio. And I love you. <laughs> and wait, one more thing. If you listened to this and you resonated with any of it and you feel like you're currently the girl who is living in fear, who is afraid of being herself, afraid of being judged, afraid of weight gain, afraid of whatever it is, If you feel like you are the girl who is putting her self-worth in all of the wrong things or letting all of the wrong things define her self-worth or define who she is and searching for confidence in all of the wrong places, if you feel like you are that girl, I just want you to know that like it is possible for you to be the girl that finds her freedom. It is possible to create your own journey of fears to freedom and I know right now it it may feel impossible because for me I never imagined living the way I do today um so I hope I can just serve as like a hand for you to hold and hope that there is light Mm. at the end of the tunnel and I just always want to remind you that right now is not your forever you can create your journey of fears to freedom hold on to that hope tightly picture what freedom looks like to you um and do every little thing that you can to step towards that because every little step counts on your journey from going from fears to freedom okay now once again if you listened i appreciate the heck out of you i would love if you could share on your stories and tag me so i can see that you've listened i love seeing that you guys listen um so yeah That is it, and I'll see you, or you'll hear from me next time.